and welcome to the first episode of Teaching Miss G. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> it feels so weird to say everybody because I have no idea who I'm actually talking to. Like, anybody can hear this because it's the internet. So, um, nice to meet you. Um, my name is Gabby, and I'm about to rant on the internet for a little while, so I hope that you're excited to listen. Um, <laughs> so first I want to kind of introduce myself and then tell you what the heck and bob I am doing talking into a microphone in my room as a 23 year old adult kind of because I feel like at 23 you're more of like a pseudo adult than an adult but well I don't know as an adult <laughs> talking into a microphone for fun um so <laughs> My name is Gabby. Um, I'm 23, almost 24. I graduated from Seton Hall University about a year ago. Um, go Pirates. Heck yeah. Love it there. And then I am an education major. I'm a teacher. I was an education major. Now I'm a fourth grade teacher, um, which I absolutely love doing, which is also why this episode, not this episode, this podcast is going to be called Teaching Miss G. Um, I am a teacher. It was going to be teaching and then my real name, and then my mom was very upset at the thought of me putting my real name in the title of anything, so we switched it to Teaching Miss G so that uh, my mom felt more comfortable with me putting all of my pro personal and uh, private thoughts on the internet. So <laughs> anything to make Consuelo a little happier. But... Yeah, a year ago I moved home and I was waitressing and substitute teaching and then the global pandemic, as I'm sure you all know of and have experienced yourself since we're still in the midst of it, um, that hit. And so I went from having two jobs to no job and then managed a restaurant for a little while um, and then finally got a teaching job in August so it's been a weird year. I'm sure it's been a very strange year and a very hectic year and a very um, upsetting year for a lot of people. And so while I was waitressing and didn't have a teaching job yet and hating every moment of my <laughs> um, waitressing slash managing job, I have so much respect for people who work in restaurants full-time. Um, I already did, but after doing it myself for five months, it is hard in so many different ways. And so I feel like I didn't like it. Um, there's no other way to put it. I worked with amazing people. Some of the people I worked with are now my best friends. Like they're really amazing and so it wasn't hard to go into work every day knowing that I was going to see those people but it was hard to go into work knowing I was doing something I didn't enjoy and so while I was waitressing managing whatever um, I had the idea to start a podcast because the part of my job that I did enjoy was talking to people um, and so I had this idea to kind of start a podcast and interview random people um, not at the restaurant because then I'd get fired. Um, but there were some really interesting people who would come in. And so I had this idea of like, I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. 
why don't I do this just for fun? Because I feel like in the five months, I'm sure in this year, everybody has learned so much about themselves and done a lot of like self-discovery and self-growth. I've seen that in pretty much everybody because when you have nothing to do but sit and reflect, yeah, you are going to grow in a lot of different ways. Um, and I found that the way that I was growing the most was when I was talking to people about their experiences in life and sharing some of my experiences with them and kind of having, not even debates, but just having conversations back and forth with people about their experiences and what makes them who they are and why they think certain things. And I realized that as most teachers do, I have a huge passion for learning as well. Like, I'm 23. I clearly have much more in my life that I need to learn as I go forward. And I realized that the best way for me to learn was to talk to other people because that's the way that I enjoy learning the most. So this was supposed to be an interview podcast. Um, and then I realized that quarantine and this pandemic was going to last much longer than anticipated. And hopefully with the release of vaccines, um, we can go back to a semi-normal life soon. But realistically, um, that's not going to happen within the next couple months. And I realized that I want to start this now because I don't want to lose this drive to start a podcast because it's something for myself and it's something that um, has always intrigued me. It's kind of something that I want to get good at. I realized when I was working at the restaurant that I was learning skills and learning that I could do things that I never thought I would have to do. Um, like I had all these things in me that I didn't know were there um, that came out because I was challenged and because I was put into a situation where I was uncomfortable and I had no idea what I was doing and I kind of just had to figure it out. Um, and I kind of do best in situations where I'm a little uncomfortable. So this is me putting myself in an uncomfortable situation in hopes that I grow. Um, so in the beginning of this podcast, hopefully someday I'll be able to interview loads and loads of different people right now for everybody's safety, <laughs> including my own. Um, I'm just going to start this by myself. Um, and so you can listen to some of the inner workings of my brain if you would like to. It's going to be a lot of me ranting about things that I might have read about or things that I even just listen to other podcasts about or things I just have thoughts on. Um, and I feel like if I put those thoughts out there, then people can share their ideas too and kind of counter me and um, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. But um, the first thing I want to mention about this podcast, I will be doing most of it myself, but the people who I am going to interview first are the people in, I like to call it my germ circle. Um, <laughs> so the people who I am exposed to, I want to start by interviewing some of them. So you'll hear from probably like two of my close friends because those are the only people I really see on a regular basis other than my direct family. Um, and even still, I, my immediate family. Um, and my mom doesn't really want to be interviewed quite yet. She's like, maybe once you get some practice, she doesn't want to be the test dummy. 
Uh, she wants to be, once I'm full-flown, like, in the groove, uh, she will be interviewed once I know what I'm doing. But she <laughs> does not want to be one of the first. So at some point, you'll meet some of my friends who are very interesting people. So I'm excited to interview them. Um, but the first thing I kind of want to talk about on this episode where I introduce myself is my friends a little bit. Because um, I think that the best way... I don't know. I feel like to tell you about myself, I, I can give you my perspective on myself, but I'm a big believer in you are who you surround yourself with. And so I feel like if I describe the people that I surround myself with, you can take a pretty good guess as to who I am too. Um, so first I will talk about, I have like my two really close good friends from home their names are Cassie and Madison. Cassie I've been friends with since middle school, and Madison I've been friends with since high school. Um, and so they're both wonderful, wonderful people. And the reason why I love them so much is because they are so true to themselves. And I don't say that like, like everybody should be true to themselves, but these are two people who have always had their own beat to their own drum never strayed from it and that's why I love having them as friends is they remind me like oh no it is good to be different and it is good to not be exactly like everybody else like you should do you um so Cassie I'll give you a brief rundown of her she's a freaking boss she won't um brag about herself but I brag about her constantly anybody who's met me has probably heard me brag about her um she is a law student right now she graduated undergrad in three years, um, is now in a four-year dual degree program. She's speaking at MIT this week. Um, she's literally the smartest person I know, but simultaneously not the smartest person I know. <laughs> so she is the, per the best person to go to advice because she's a smart person without being arrogant. Um, she has very good perception of people. She picks up on little things. She listens so well to people and learns from them. She absorbs things like a sponge. Um, but she is never, ever condescending and will never, ever speak down to anyone. She is the most polite and humble person you will ever meet. And so that is why she is such a good friend to have because she'll tell it to me like it is. But it's never coming from a place of judgment. It's always coming from a place of wanting me to understand from the way she understands. Um, and Madison is very similar. Madison is one of the hardest working people I have ever met in my life. And she just is amazing. She, I'll interview her for sure because she has just a very interesting story that I think that she should tell, not me. Um, but this girl works her butt off with school, with jobs. She is a dance teacher um, and she's only 21. <laughs> so she is this very well-rounded, um, well-educated, but also just very humble person. Um, she's very strong, but not in the sense of she's very in your face. She's very strong in the sense of she um, carries herself so well. And she is basically like, I don't know, she's so mature beyond her years. Um, and so I have a lot of admiration for her the same way I have a lot of admiration for Cassie. 
Um, and my other closest friends are my group of friends from college. And I'm not going to get into each of them individually. Um, but I basically just got very, very lucky in college that throughout the four years, by the time I graduated, I ended up with this group of five other, like, amazingly supportive, positive people. Um, like, we graduated and then we all lived states away from each other. So there wasn't a lot of opportunities for us to see each other the same way that there wasn't a lot of opportunities for anybody to see anyone this year. And so it's it makes me really happy that we all have not only kept in touch, but we still talk every single day. Even if it's just, hi, hope everyone has a good day in the group chat, we all talk and it's great to have that group of people that all support one another because they all have their own individual, <laughs> like, amazing trait that you admire in them. Like, some of them are just absolute bosses. Some of them are, like, the most understanding and empathetic people you will ever meet. Some of them are just so smart and so practical and they can kind of bring you back down to earth. And they all just love each other so much. And so that is kind of <laughs> why I would consider myself a happy person is I am surrounded by so many good people. I don't know how I couldn't be. Um, I don't know if I always appreciated that as much as I should have, but I absolutely lucked out with who my friends are. I have an amazing group of people, no matter where I turn, who are supportive and loving and um, kind to one another. And I think that's just so important to have. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's me bragging about my friends because I absolutely love them. I would consider my friends my biggest flex in the world is that they're just like, I have wonderful people in my life and I don't know how that happened um but I would say that I'm very lucky and I very very much appreciate them all for who they are um and so I don't know I went into that saying that's going to tell you a lot about who I am um I don't know if it does <laughs> I know that it tells you that I appreciate the people in my life um I can also say that I got very lucky having them in my life but I'm also very selective with who's in my life. And that's not something that I wasn't always that way. Um, but I feel like over the years, and especially now that I'm in my early 20s, so like I still have plenty to figure out, plenty of mistakes to make and plenty of lessons to learn. I'm not trying to at all sound like I have any of this figured out. Because if you know me in real life, you know that I'm a mess. But like, I openly admit that I'm a mess, so somehow that makes it a little bit better. Um, but I feel like at some point there is a tipping point in college for me where I, a flip switched and I realized that I had so many good people in my life and that I was wasting energy on people who called me their friends, but if you lined up their words with their actions, they just didn't match. And so I had... A couple people where they were good friends in my life and then now we don't speak and I don't think that that's a bad thing. Um, I know that lots of people will call that like, oh, it, I don't know. Some people might call it that they were fake friends or things like that and I wouldn't consider them fake. 
I would just say that they're friends that were in my life to teach me a lesson and I probably was meant to teach them a lesson and then we parted ways. And I think that there are always going to be people in your life like that. Um, But the lesson that I learned from having people in my life like that is I'm very selective with who I call a friend because I think everybody has like, there's different levels of friends. And I think that anybody who has... (laughs) different friend groups or anybody who's very social because I would say I'm a social person I like meeting new people I mean I want to start this podcast so like I'm not shy um (laughs) but I think anybody who considers themselves a social person knows that you have different levels of friendships with different people so in college you have like you're going out friends where you don't know the inner details of their life But you know that when you go out to a bar, you're going to have a good time with them. You might get little hints of what's going on in their life, but they don't call you in an emergency and you don't call them in an emergency. They're just like fun to hang out with and that's okay. That's the extent of your friendship with that person. Then you have like your acquaintances. You see them in the hallways, you see them at work maybe and they'll tell you little tidbits of what's going on in their life. You give them the highlight reel, they give you the highlight reel, but again, if you're having a bad day, they're not on your speed dial list. Then you have like your closest best friend. You have like your core your core group of homies, and that's what I call them. Like that's who they are. If I need something, I can call you either at 2 p.m., or at 2 a.m. and you will pick up and you will give me advice or you will come get me. Um, There's a very small group of people that I would put in that category. Uh, And I think that's okay. Sometimes I think because of social media, everybody makes it seem like you have a million best friends and that's just not true or it's not if it were true I don't know if that's necessarily healthy like good for you if you can keep up with that but I can't I barely answer my text messages like I am not good with my phone I'm working on it but like I'm really not that good with my phone so I couldn't keep up with having 15 best friends amazing for you if you can um but I think that we I don't know I think that sometimes everybody compares saying like, if you're my friend, you have to be like that top tier best friend all the time. And nobody talks about how no, no one can be a hundred percent all the time. Even with my closest friends, like my best, best friends in the whole world, the ones who I can call at 2 PM or 2 AM, even they have their off days and that's okay. (laughs) Like, I think that Sometimes we expect too much out of people without realizing everybody's human and everybody's just trying their best. I don't want to confuse cutting people some slack with letting toxic friends take over your life because I've had toxic friends and those are the people that I was mentioning before were like, we just did not mesh. I could not give them what they needed in a friendship. They could not give me what I needed in a friendship. And so we ended our friendship. And that's not a bad thing. It's much healthier than trying to continue a friendship where nobody's happy. So going back to the point, sorry, I'm gonna like digress in 18 different directions as I 
kind of figure out what I'm doing here. So bear with me. Um, but I think that getting back to my point, it is okay to only have a couple friends that you really confide in and are really close with. Um, I would say that I have my friend group from college and then I have my two close friends at home. And that's really, those are the people I would consider my close friends. Everybody else, I have amazing other friends, but they're not on speed dial and that is okay. Um, I think that everybody puts so much pressure on being everybody's best friend and being everything for everyone. And sometimes people compare too much and get a little too competitive. And I think that friendship shouldn't be something that's competitive. If you are friends with somebody and you have a genuine, secure friendship, nothing shakes that. Nothing makes you feel insecure. Nothing could possibly tear that friendship apart. And I have, I'm lucky enough to have multiple friendships like that when most people do not get that in their life. And I think part of that comes from communicating exactly what you're feeling to your friends and letting them communicate to you too without getting defensive. Because I know that, and I'll bring my friends on and they can speak to it, we can speak to it better together, but I know that the reason that me and Cassie, for example, are have been best friends for over a decade, it's not an accident. Like, we communicate to each other everything that we're feeling. If she pisses me off, I sit her down and I say, this is what you did and this is why it upset me. And then she will explain her side. And it's not that we never upset each other in our entire 10 years of friendship. It just means that when we do we listen to each other and we learn from it. So in the times that I've upset her, she sat me down and explained what I did. And then I take that and I know for the future, this is something that I need to be aware of when it comes to Cassie and any friend. And I think that that kind of communication is important in all relationships. Like I know that it's definitely, everybody always says communication is key in a relationship. And usually they mean a romantic relationship. But it's key in a friendship too. If you can't tell your friend that they're doing something that bothers you, you might need to take a step back and evaluate the friendship. Um, this turned into advice real quick and it was really not meant to be that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but coming back to what this is supposed to be, which is an introduction, um, these are the kinds of rants that you'll get from me until I can interview other people. So I'm really sorry about that. You can, I don't know, bear with me or try to totally understand if this makes no sense to anybody else's brain but mine. Um, but I think that coming back to the point of you are who you surround yourself with, I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by very honest and very straightforward people. And so I would like to think that I am an honest and straightforward person. And I kn that took a while to get to, not because I was ever like a pathological liar. Please do not think that. I never was. Um, but I think that it's scary sometimes to tell people the truth. And I think that it took a level of mistakes and maturity. I think sometimes we're so scared to disappoint people that we'll kind of let them believe what they want to believe. And it's mean, like, 
The intention is innocent behind that, but it still does more harm than good. And so now I'm pretty <laughs> blunt when it comes to things like this, when it comes to friendships, when it comes to pretty much anything. I try to be as straightforward as possible because I've seen that beating around the bush kind of just wastes people's time and it ends up causing more harm and more stress and more anxiety on everyone's side, not just yours, not just theirs. Um, so again, I feel like I try to be a straightforward and honest person. As you can also tell, I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of some other things to tell you. Um, I'm an Aquarius. I can make a mean margarita. Um, and when it comes to, I'll start, I'll talk about teaching a little bit, considering the title of this is Teaching Miss G, I feel like I should probably touch on the fact that I'm a teacher. Um, this is my first year teaching, so if you're wondering how teaching is going, um, it's stressful. That's the honest to God's truth. I love it. Don't get me wrong. After working, like, I've worked full-time before running a restaurant, and, um, I love teaching. It's so different doing something every day that you care about versus doing something every day for a paycheck. Um, and so I absolutely love it. I love my students in my class. I know that that sounds so cliche, but I have so many funny, nice kids in my class. Like I just have some characters and every single day they walk in and there's something else ridiculous that they do. And I love them for it. And yeah, that's kind of the fun part of teaching and that's why I enjoyed teaching and why I wanted to do it. So um, I'm not going to get too much into it. There's definitely lots more about this year and about teaching, um, but I don't want to end up ranting so much that I record an entire second episode. <laughs> this was kind of all over the place and I'm going to get better at it. <laughs> I will kind of streamline my thoughts a little better for the next podcast episode, but I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to start. I feel like there are lots of things that people say they're going to do, and I feel like everybody has that million dollar idea at some point, or that passion project that they're going to start when they have time, um, and I realized that I was never going to have more time there's always going to be 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week. So I wanted to start this because it's an idea I had this summer. And my biggest, um, I don't know, my biggest worry once I had this idea was that I was never actually going to do it. And so this is me just doing it. Yeah. So thank you for listening if you made it all the way to this <laughs> part. Um, and I will be back in two weeks. I'm not going to have enough time to make these every single week, but the goal is I want to be back in two weeks posting um, a new episode about more rantings from the inner workings of my brain. And at some point, I'll interview people. I'm going to be completely transparent with you. I have no idea when. Um, and the people I interview are probably going to be my friends at first or my friends' parents because those are the only people that I'm exposed to and I kind of want to keep it that way. So yeah, you'll be hearing from me and them and maybe a couple other people down the line soon. 
Um, but I just want to end this by saying thank you so much. Um, if you made it to the end of this episode, I really appreciate it. I know it wasn't the easiest to follow, so thank you. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to keep this going and to see where we end up. But by the next time you hear from me, it will be 2021. Thank God. So everybody have a good and safe end of the year and have a great couple weeks. I'll talk to you later, homies.